Happy Friday to you. We are on the verge of another weekend here on the Agent Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Rupel, and this is our weekly list of five things you should know about. We've got another great episode for you this week, and hard to believe it, but we are in the beginning stages of AEP prep. So that is where we start this week. Number one, this is the weekend that AHIP will update their certification training site, flipping it from the 2022 version to the 2023 version. The new certification is set to go live on Monday morning, should all things go well with that update, and we do not anticipate any issues there. And once that training drops on Monday, you will be able to get started on your certifications for the 2023 annual enrollment period. Number two, the Fed held a policy-setting meeting on Tuesday and Wednesday this week. As expected, they announced an increase to interest rates in an effort to stabilize inflation. This time around, Fed Chair Jerome Powell and committee approved a 0.75% interest rate hike, the largest percentage increase since 1994 and the current most aggressive step towards tackling inflation. The meeting this month came on the heels of a higher-than-expected May CPI report. Experts put their original estimates for May at 7.9%, and when the numbers came in last week, The official CPI for May reported inflation at an 8.6% increase compared to 12 months prior. Wednesday's interest rate increase puts the Fed's benchmark funds rate between 1.5 and 1.75%. In comments on the increase, Powell said, quote, Clearly, today's 75 basis point increase is an unusually large one, and I do not expect moves of this size to be common. We want to see progress. Inflation can't go down until it flattens out, end quote. The next Fed meeting is set for July, and as of right now, Chair Powell sees that being a 50 or 75 basis point increase as well. Number three, back in the early days of May, we've reported on Cerebral, the telehealth prescription startup that aimed to revolutionize treatment for behavioral health disorders like anxiety, depression, insomnia, and ADHD. Well, that report was in the wake of Walmart and CVS announcing they would not fulfill prescriptions for ADHD medications written by the company and then Cerebral announcing a pause on writing new prescriptions for the controlled substances that are used to treat ADHD, like Adderall and Ritalin. One day after our episode, the Department of Justice announced an investigation into Cerebral's practices. The DOJ is looking for potential violations of controlled substances law. Both Adderall and Ritalin fall under that category, and the original claims against Cerebral involve allegedly prescribing these drugs to patients evaluated through telehealth sessions rather than a more traditional and rigorous in-person evaluation. 
Less than two weeks later, on May 18th, Cerebral's CEO, Kyle Robertson, was ousted from the company he founded by his own board. Now, the Federal Trade Commission is also getting involved. They are investigating Cerebral, specifically whether the company used deceptive or unfair practices while advertising or marketing their mental health services. That traces back to some sketchy social media ads placed by the company towards the end of January this year. So things are not looking too great for Cerebral. Not sure what will come of the company as the allegations and investigations proceed. They do still list anxiety, depression, and insomnia as health issues that they treat. So we will report back with updates as new information comes to light. Number four. This week, we said a final goodbye to Internet Explorer. Well, some of us said goodbye. Others said good riddance, but the vast majority of us had already said our goodbyes and moved on to other web browsers. Hard to believe it, but the browser was 27 years old, and that was the go-to browser between Netscape Navigator and Firefox for many. Then we moved on to Google Chrome, much to the chagrin of Microsoft, and then Microsoft Edge became a thing, and that is where you'll now be redirected to from Internet Explorer. And hard to believe it, but Microsoft Edge has been around since 2015, coming in at seven years old. So we bid a not-so-fond farewell to Internet Explorer, or Internet Exploder, as it is not-so-fondly remembered by some, myself included. Number five, with summer almost in full swing, also comes the arrival of mosquitoes and their friends who like to sting, bite, and otherwise cause red patches and bumps all over us. It's a tough call. Do I want to wear lotion and get eaten alive or not wear lotion and look reptilian? For one, you can do what I do and use very small amounts of lavender lotion on the areas that look and feel the driest. Lavender is a natural mosquito repellent, as is lemon eucalyptus oil and thyme oil, to name a few. But if you're looking for a bug repellent and looking to avoid those with DEET in them, there is an active ingredient you can look for called Picardin that works to keep those pesky mosquitoes away without smelling disgusting and causing all sorts of skin issues. And then the most difficult thing in the world, if you do get a mosquito or bug bite that itches, don't itch it. And this is coming from a person who usually itches it if I don't have cortisone cream handy. At my house, we also like those DEET-free mosquito bracelets. But just because they're bracelets does not mean you have to wear them on your wrists. I have had great success wearing them on my ankles. So little tip for you there. And if you want to learn more about those bug repellents, check our notes for that link. Rupel recommends. And while we're on the subject of bug repellent, I just learned this week 
One of the main reasons that cats are so obsessed with catnip is because catnip functions as a bug repellent. That finding was courtesy of a recent study on domestic cat damage to plant leaves containing iridoids. The study looked at catnip and silver vine, both herbs that many cats like to roll around in. Now, when damaged, silver vine gives off a small amount of complex iridoids. And because we love to define terms, iridoids are monoterpenoids that exhibit a wide range of biological activities as a component of medical plants. Monoterpenoids are monoterpenes that include oxygen functionality or an added methyl group. And no, I don't know this off the top of my head. I did learn this from Wikipedia, and I am quoting those definitions. Now, these monoterpenes are basically compounds that can be found in various parts of plants, in fruits, in vegetables, and herbs like silver vine and catnip. A few other examples include camphor, eucalyptol, and menthol, just to name a few. So these iridoids are found in silver vine and in catnip, but particularly in small amounts in damaged silver vine and then in high amounts in damaged catnip. When cats roll around in these leaves, they gain a little bit of their mosquito-repellent benefits. But when they lick and chew the leaves and then roll around in them, they gain even more mosquito-repellent benefits. Think about modeling mint as an example. You model it to bring more of those essential oils out. So while, yes, cats rolling around in catnip and silver vine make for adorable videos that we love to share online, it's also beneficial for your feline friends. And that is all we've got for you this week. I hope you have a great weekend. Stay healthy and stay safe out there. And we will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel. Script editing by Tina Lamaru. Artwork by Vivian Zhao. 